Pink Midnight. Pink Midnight. Pink Midnight. An innocent black cat got lost on the freeway one day, lost way too much blood, saw it spill and faded away. This is Fanuko. Show some love, you losers. And they went after her, after the cat, and met their demise. So it wasn't all that blood coming from just that one cat. We were at the funeral in the mountains when he started coughing. It was an asthma attack. We all ran to your side, but we wondered which roads we'd travel down and which roads we'd depart upon. There were an infinite destinations waiting for us. She arrived in a whirlwind, in a bouquet of flowers, in an expensive designer bag. She ignored the funeral. She ignored her surroundings. Her hat was the hat of a starlet. The music was sort of a calypso-type beat, and she wandered through the house expecting her brother's wife to be her servant, and she was dressed like a servant. And she arrived right after the funeral ended, and she refused to pay respect to her parents right away. She gave the gift of a tasteless cat bag that looked alive, a giant cat ready to smile and smile on, even though the horrific accident had been caused by a cat. And so even when you were reading late into the night, the cat stared onward, its eyes aglow, onward down into dresser drawers, into the hearts of wardrobes, into the hearts of parents past, into the ghosts of yesterday's shadows. Still, the cat never blinked, never closed its eyes, always staring. I was ever so worried you were drawing something weird again. What were those strange visions from your nightmares? Don't put them on paper. Country roads are so boring in the evenings. I miss the stylish cities. And yet, there you go again, drawing those weird, amazing emblems emblazoned from your nightmarish memories and midnight walks through gardens with creatures stirring. I think I saw you in some soap opera. You got beaten by a saucepan on the street. I was working at an internet cafe. I hadn't cut my hair in a few years and I had on a tie-dye from last summer that I'd worn every day since then. We used to be together. We used to be people together. You used to have your hair down. You used to be a country girl. And now you moved on. But maybe you're trapped here. Maybe there's something you're not telling me. You can come back to this internet cafe. And I'm going to find that soap opera when you were hit by a saucepan. I'll rewind the days 
until I find you. Sumika, your own strength is limited, unusual. You're used to chauffeurs. You're used to being pampered. But yet, there was no success in your future. It's all in the rear view, anyway. Maybe you picked up the wrong hitchhiker. Maybe you wore the wrong sunglasses. Maybe you did your hair wrong on the pivotal day. Maybe you couldn't act because you couldn't be natural, because you didn't trust your body, because you didn't trust your instincts. Maybe you couldn't act because you didn't want to be a person at all. Maybe there were other people following you. Hello, and where is your charmed life? We are a family of snake charmers, and we eat watermelon in the afternoon sun, in the shadows and the valleys of the mountains. The light from the window's pane made you all kinds of angelic and beautiful. Your yellow blouse, your white skirt, your auburn hair. And then I found all the coins I could, collected from my travels with the cats. And though you threw the coins on the streets, and all the poor, desperate children ran after them. Sister, it was your weird manga that ruined my life. It was your weird manga that made it so I couldn't be an actress. Your mind was too demented, too perverted, too obtuse, too flighty, too nightmarish, too twisted roads. And so I pulled out your hair yet again and blamed you. And I was as skinny as matchsticks as I tromped away. Those tissues were not for tears. And so the weird manga was born from a pen stemming from a demented mind, stemming from a place that needed to pinpoint with exactitude the traumas, stemming from a pen that had been held by a girl who'd witnessed the falling apart of a family. You put the family secrets into print. You warped and demented the family spirits into print. You finally found what we'd been hiding from, and unclothed, you put it into print. All of the shadows, the ghastly shadows and secrets from the closet, you shone a bright light, too bright a light for us to withstand, so that our reality overwhelmed us, and there was no hiding from it. It was in plain sight. And we cowered like a wave of light. It fell upon us. Days pass and you don't even notice whether or not your wife wears glasses, contact lenses. What color eyes do your friends have? Are you too embarrassed to be naked in your own house? Having just yesterday gone to the emergency room for a second degree burn, I could relate to the scene of Kiyomi burning in the bathtub, her sister trying to shame her out of it, or rather to burn her shame away. But her shame is so great, so buried, that it can only be released through terrifying manga, through interior visions given flight at rare and uncertain moments. And yet she feels horrible about ruining her sister's life. These terrifying drawings that got to the truth of it all. 
that dug deep down into the family's roots and shed them of their crispiness, shed them of their skin, roots which became like pasta, just the essence of the roots themselves, slipping away into ghostliness. But the Junji Ito in her comes out with a vengeance yet again. The manga artist cannot be contained. The dark visions are overwhelming the world, and she must give birth to them on paper in the flesh. Silently crawl among the whispers of the house, silently claw among the ceilings of the house. The secrets that we have in this house are mystifying, are haunting, are perverse, are filled with dread, guilt, remorse, and will rain down. So the secret sister must wisp away. It's like a fire could burn away all those memories, peel out the skin as the sweat drips, burn away those thoughts. The flowers from his funeral could be dried and left around for hours, maybe placed into the pages of a book discovered years later, a day in the life of a departed family member. You don't realize how funny you are, sister, with all that acting all those years leaving me in the shadows to draw my manga. It was all so funny to me. Thank you for tuning in to Pink Midnight. We hope you have enjoyed your stay in this haunted hotel, in this abandoned palace, in this opulent field of nowhere grass.